Welcome, everybody, to the fourth episode of Betting with Babies. Excited to be here tonight. Uh, If you missed last week, well, it probably really doesn't matter. Uh, It's probably actually a good thing unless you listen to us to fade our picks. Uh, But from a dad perspective, it was a wild week of travel and family chaos. And from a betting perspective, it was a roller coaster ride of emotions. But we're going to get into all of that. Uh, I'm your host, uh, the Parlay Pastor. I'm with my co- co-host, Mr. No Days Off himself. Uh, how are we doing this evening, Teddy? What's up, Amato? I'm doing great. Excited to be here. Lots to talk about with a huge, huge bet from you over the weekend. Uh, what are you drinking tonight? Tonight, I've got some some Captain Morgan, um, special edition Captain Morgan, actually. Uh, with some ginger ale. Huh. Special edition, huh? You got something to celebrate? Something to celebrate. You know, big bet coming out of uh, this weekend, uh, which we'll get into. But um, lots to celebrate Celebrate over here um, with a big win. Big parlay win this week we'll talk about. Excellent, excellent. I got a little six-point Bengali. Some delicious beer. I haven't had it. Tell me about it. Uh, it is a Brooklyn, New York beer. Brooklyn. A, yep. It is an IPA and, uh, it's delicious. I love it. A little 6.6, uh, percent alcohol. And, uh, it's, it's really tasty. Yeah. I probably wouldn't like it. I'm not a, not a big hops person myself. Hops. Uh, I heard there were too much hops in the mix. <laughs> Um, but, uh, I trust you. Uh, how's the label on that beer? You know, it's got a nice, uh, it's a dark orange can, almost like a Halloweenish can. And, uh, you know, it, it's got some browns and some blacks too. It doesn't pop at you, but if you taste the beer, you know, it's some quality beer. I like it. Awesome. All right. Well, um, I want to get into uh, our quick cap from last week on our Thanksgiving special. Um, we had uh, an underrated matchup going into the weekend with two Cowboys wide receivers going one on one against each other. Uh, Teddy, how did last weekend go for us? Well, one of us did well, the other one, not so much. Amato, you took Amari Cooper. He projected at 11.2 points. He finished with 21.2 points. I think even you can do that math. That's plus 10. He finished with six receptions, 112 yards, and a touchdown. I went with the rookie receiver, C.D. Lamb. He projected at 9.8 points. Uh, He got 4.6 points. That's a negative 5.2, unfortunately. Um, He had five receptions, only 21 yards, though, on those five receptions. He did get his seven targets, which that makes three straight weeks of seven targets for CeeDee Lamb. Unfortunately, uh, he didn't do squat with him. So overall, after three weeks, Amada, you came into this week negative 7.7. You got 10 points this week, and you, my friend, are back in the positives. You have 2.3 points. How do you feel? Feeling good about it. I knew it was coming. Um, it's finally finally good to see um, you know, my picks pay off. 
I mentioned last week on the pod that I felt like I was a week ahead of my players. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that, and that remained true. Even, even seeing Liz, what Lazar did on Sunday night. And finally I, uh, you know, I calibrated and I got the picks right on the weekend. I'm feeling good about it. Good. Good to hear. Uh, I came into the week 2.9, uh, variance. I had a negative 5.2. So I am in the negatives for the first time this season at negative 2.3. We kind of did a a big swap here. Huge week for you. It was actually a 15 point differential between you and I. So a gigantic swing. That's how the underrated player of the week uh, segment can go. And uh, you're ahead by 4.6 points. Congratulations to you. Thanks, man. Um, I can't say I'm surprised. Um, I, I knew that this was coming. There was a time where I was going to shift and I was going to start to take the lead. And wow. I don't plan, I don't plan on looking back. Um, we went against two Cowboys receivers. So as I'm watching that game, it's, you know, it's hit or miss. And there were some plays for CD lamb that that was open for big yards down the field that, um, just got missed. The Cowboys did not look good at all. Um, but happy Cooper was able to manage and, uh, put together a big week. Yeah, you know, I had uh, I had Zeke on my fantasy team, and you know that first drive, uh, their left tackle, his name is escaping me right now, some backup left tackle, it wasn't Tyrone Smith, but and their right tackle, um, uh, they're all pro guard Zach Martin. Both of those players went out on the first damn drive, and you knew right from there it was going to be a rough day for the Cowboys. Yeah, that's true. So just to recap for everybody, our underrated player of the week is about finding that diamond in the rough, that fantasy player who's undervalued on ESPN or Yahoo that you think is going to outperform. Um, So sounds like now going into week three, what do we have for the total scores now after three weeks, Teddy? Uh, It is Amato with 2.3 points and Teddy with negative 2.3 points. All right. I, I also would like to uh, say I appreciate uh, you not texting me over Thanksgiving and shit talking me as Amari Cooper was racking up a hundred yards and a touchdown. Yeah, you know, I, I thought about it. I'm not going to lie. I might, I might have even I typed know. out a text. Uh huh. Um, but I figured I'd save it for the pot. You know, we've got lots to talk about, and um, I, I, you know, I'd rather, I'd rather bring it to you here than anywhere else. Well, let's move on to picks. Uh, we got Thanksgiving Day special. Amato, what happened with the picks? All right. So I took the Texans uh, against the Lions and came up with a big win there. The Texans were minus two and a half. Um, really wasn't even close. It's a pretty comfortable win for me. I'd say probably one of the more comfortable bets of my whole weekend. Uh, Will Fuller, um, two touchdowns, a great way to send himself off after testing positive for performance enhancing drugs. Um, good to know. I've had, a probably a steroid user on my team all year. I don't know if I should feel dirty about it or good about it. Cause both those teams are heading to the playoffs. Um, Teddy went with the Cowboys, uh, minus two and a half. And that was a loss. Um, I don't know what it was for the Cowboys. They had a a great game the week before, um, but looked terrible kind of back to their normal selves this week. And, you know, I think it's time to really call a spade a spade, but I mean, you mentioned Zeke Elliott er earlier, but let me ask you here, is Zeke Elliott overrated? I don't know, man. You look at his production over the last, since he's been in the NFL, 
he's he's put up a lot of yards and a lot of touchdowns. It did have his rookie year and his second year. They didn't have like the best O line, you know, of the last ten years. So that 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 O line was ridiculous. But I I don't know. Does he have that top end speed? I don't think so. But he's got he's got a great vision and balance and power. I can make guys miss. I, I don't know. Let me tell you, though, he hasn't been playing great this year. No, no, they need more from him in there, especially with Dak being out and now their offensive line going down. I mean, it's not going to help him, but he's got to find a way to make plays. You know, he's got to find a, find a way to be that 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 game changer. Um, and that's not what he's been. He's been a he's been a game plan running back essentially in the new Mike McCarthy offense. But uh, so. Overall for the bets, um, that brings me to three and two overall. And Teddy, that brings you to oh and five. Does Talk it? to me about that, Teddy. I'm not good. I said it last week and I'll say it again. I, I, if you listen to this podcast, just pick the opposite teams that I pick because I'm oh and five. I mean, the proof is in the pudding here. Fade, 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 fade. That's it. <laughs> you would be 5-0 and oh if, if you knew to fade Teddy from the start of this podcast. So we'll now, see how long this goes. Amato, how long can this go? Amato, I got a question for you real quick. Sorry to interrupt. Did you take the Redskins? You know I did. You did. So so you have made a lot of money off uh, my my shitty, shitty betting. Well, well, if it wasn't for my picks being so bad, I would have made a lot of money off of your bets. But I tend to just like pay myself back with your bets. I'm a little bit ahead. I'll take it. Um, but yeah, Teddy, I mean, oh, and five. I don't know how long this is going to go, but it's at that point where like I've got to ride it. I've got to ride it here. So I can't wait to hear what bets you have for this weekend because um, I'm looking forward to like really doubling down. Like I've kept to to the normal unit that I normally bet at, but it might be time to, to double up. I think you should. I'm 0 and 5. I'm not good. Not a good, not a good better. Yep. Well, we'll, we'll see uh, this week if you're betting with your head or your heart. Um, and that, and then we'll go from there for me. Um, but let's get into our Sunday fun day experience. It was a, it was a short work week, uh, Thanksgiving holiday. Um, and I'm excited to see how things went with you and, and really your first Thanksgiving with Luca. I mean, how was, how was everything? I drank some beer, sat on the couch, watched uh, watched some football. But you know what? what really got me is the Dolphins played the Jets. The closer it got to Sunday, the more nervous I felt. So as I'm getting here, I'm rem- remembering the years past and remembering that this is set up for the Jets to not only get their first win, but also to knock the Dolphins not only out of the playoff push, but like down to like the middle of the pack. So I was really nervous. But we came in. It wasn't a pretty win, but we got the win. And uh, we are now 7-4 with the Burrowless Bengals coming in down to Miami. If I can make it one other point, Luca was not having it this weekend. Down, we were down in the man cave, and he was being a real ass. He was banging on the door, he didn't want to be down in the man cave watching football. Jamie went out to do some shopping, and uh, she didn't get home, I don't know, till 5, 4.30, 5 o'clock. And by that time, I was so done. I mean, he was screaming and yelling, and 
when she got home at 4 35 o'clock, I gave her the hard handoff. I don't know if you've ever done this, Amato, but it was just one of those things where like, listen, you got to take them and I need like, I, I just need an hour. You ever do that? Oh man, it's my specialty. It's, it's your specialty? Uh, absolutely. I mean, <laughs> the handoff is good and I, I try not to bring it like it's too much of like a pain or panic for me. I don't want to, I don't want um, anyone to think that I struggled with the situation. Uh-huh. Um, but as soon as I get a chance, I try to, you know, do a quick redirect. Oh my God, I, th- you're, you're home. Okay, great. Here, take this here r- real quick. Can you watch Carter? I got to go down here. All right. I'll see you in a bit, you know, and then I'm off. <laughs> I'm off. Yeah. And then you couldn't even find me if you tried at that point. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> so I know, especially on a Sunday. So I know how you're feeling. I mean, I just gave the straight up, like, listen, you need to take them. Cause I, I need, I need some time. That's it. Like, I, I went with a full on, just, just handoff. Yeah. To be honest, I mean, Erica is great on Sunday. She knows that literally there are, you know, what, 17 plus playoffs, let's call it 21 weeks in the year where I just want one day. So 21 days really in the year where I just want to just sit down and enjoy football from, you know, 1 PM to, you know, midnight for most, most weeks. And she's great about it. Um, you know, tries not to assign me too much on a Sunday. Although I know, you know, if I was a real dick during the week, then I can, I can tell by like, you know, just what, right around kickoff, some of the tasks that I'm being assigned right around like 1240 time. But for the most part, I got to say I'm pretty well protected, but you know, I just love being with Carter anyway. So, you know, if he's up for a game or the jets game, you know, he's all decked out in gear and how was your Sunday fun day experience? My, you know, my, my Sunday was wild. Um, you know, I was coming back from Thanksgiving, uh, from New York. And so I was in the car for a while. Um, Carter's bouncing around the walls. I mean, he, you know, was jumping from house to house finally with his, his cousins this week. And so we finally get back to the house right around 1 PM. Um, I've got a huge parlay in, right? So I put a big parlay in when I, before I left for mass, what was Six, the parlay? it was a 16 parlay. Um, it was combined with four anytime touchdown bets and two teams. I had the Seattle Seahawks minus five and a half and the saints, um, with the spread as well. Um, I don't even remember cause the saints just rolled, but mm-hmm. it was, it was wild. So I'm driving home and it's a 16 parlay. I texted you the ticket. You know, when I did, I was thinking, all right, if we hit this, I actually think I, I put myself out there and offered to pay for a, a trip for us, which I'm regretting now. But um, as I'm driving home, I'm starting to get text messages from the people that I sent the ticket to. And all of a sudden I see Kenyon Drake, touchdown, first drive of the game. Mm-hmm. Keenan Allen, touchdown, first drive of the game. Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry, touchdown, first drive of the game. All of a sudden... It's not even 110 yet. And I've hit three of my anytime touchdown bets. Jesus. And now I'm waiting for Nick Chubb to hit. And all of a sudden, the hard part is behind me. Mm-hmm. It was wild. Like if those were, if I put those in as first time touchdown bets, the payout would have been triple, quadruple that. Um, but either way, um, I go into the Saints game and the, you know, I'm, I'm looking at my app and they're giving me an offer. You know, they're offering me to settle early. I think it was like 3000 when I first sent out the offer. I was going in the Saints game. And you and I went back and forth and talked about uh, in our group chat what to do here. And as the Saints just kept scoring and scoring, the offer just kept going up and up. 
And so ultimately I was on a 16 parlay, five, five of the legs have already won going into Monday night football last night with Seattle. What did you end up doing? Yeah, great question. So I got to give a shout out to BR Bets, um, Instagram page based out of Vegas. Um, I sent them the ticket on Sunday because I didn't know what to do. Um, and I, so I asked them, I sent them the ticket. I said, what do we do here? Do we let it ride with Russell Wilson? Um, or do we run away because it's Philadelphia and nobody has any idea what to do when Philly's on the field, including Philly, including Carson Wentz and their coach. Philly's not a very good team. Not good at all. Um, but yeah, so I texted them, they sent the ticket out to their page and, you know, sent a lot of people our way, which is great. And so it was exciting to get some feedback and see what people thought. Most people told me to cash out Mm -hmm. and, you know, I wanted to go for it. And you know what really did it for me is right around, right before kickoff, my dad texts me and he says, he doesn't even say anything actually. He texts me a YouTube song and it's The Gambler. And I listened to the song and it just spoke to me. It's like, you know, you got to know when to hold them. And for me, that was, that was it. And so I went in to the app, um, I cashed it out. Mm-hmm. Um, I was pumped. I was excited. I immediately turned into a diehard Eagles fan because mm-hmm. I didn't want to see Seattle cover that bet. Yep. And then a most one of the most wild finishes I've ever seen. And I think so many people thought that I had it at six and a half. So they were hitting me up saying, that, you know, heartbroken. And then I, you know, told them to just look back up at the ticket and it was five and a half. And um, yeah, it was wild, man. What a crazy finish. What'd you think about that game? Uh, yeah, no, it, it was crazy. They missed an extra point. Um, I think in the second quarter, uh, the, the Eagles did. And that was right before halftime. Actually, they missed an extra point and that ended up being the difference, but, but you, you took the payout anyway, but that ended up being the difference between a six and a half and a five and a half. What about, um, you, you did wait to tell some people though. Um, shout out Matt and Jay. Uh, what happened there? Yeah, the JWU group chat. Um, well, you know, I, 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 they were very invested. You know, they were very supportive on Sunday, and I love the support. And I, and I didn't, I didn't, you know, I didn't want to lose the support by cashing out. Uh-huh. Um, so I let them think that I that I didn't cash out going into the game to keep that excitement going, uh, uh-huh. which was very exciting, especially as we get to that end of the game with that hell mary and the two point conversion. It's Hail Mary. Um, but yeah, I broke the news this morning. They weren't happy. They um, were not happy. They weren't. Although one of them told me they'd 100% would have cashed out um, before a kickoff. So he kind of tried to talk me into it anyway. But you know what? I'm happy with it. You know who's not happy is 90% of the tickets last night in Vegas were on Seattle minus six and a half. And I can't imagine how you're feeling if you are one of those betters sitting with a six and a half Seahawks ticket. Yeah, they win by six. It's definitely rough. Let's get into the underrated fantasy players um, of the week. Let's do it. And before we go into that, I do have to recap because you shit on my jets and I need to address it. Wayne, if you're listening. So in the last last 10 meetings, the Dolphins have dominated. Uh-huh. The Dolphins have actually won eight of the last 10 matchups, which wow. is 
kind of hard you to believe. You want to bring this up? Yeah, you bring well, this I'm up. Well, I'm just saying, overall, Jets-Dolphins rivalry, because you made the comment that I don't know how we're a rivalry. I don't know what you said. Um, we're 55-55-1. and one. That's, That's pretty wild. That's, a, That's rivalry. a rivalry, huh? Yeah. So there's a rivalry there. There's a rivalry here happening on the underrated fantasy player of the week. Um, so let's get into that. Um, again, for a reminder for everybody, fantasy player of the week, we are looking for that gem in your fantasy lineups or on the waiver wire that you can pick up. That's going to outperform the projection. Um, Teddy, who is your underrated fantasy player of the week? It is Latavius Murray. So, uh, he has 7.02 projection projected points. He saw 19 touches last week. It's a different uh, offense with Tyson Hill at the uh, quarterback position. By all accounts, I mean, they put up, what, 31 points, I think? Maybe. Uh, so they put up a lot of points with him at the helm. I don't see them switching to Jameis Winston anytime soon. I think Murray is the power run game running back, and I think they're going to do it again against Atlanta. They're, Atlanta's defense is trash. Seven points will be pretty easy. I think he put up 118 points. I mean, 118 yards last week on 19 uh, carries. So I'm going with Murray. I think he's going to have a great game against the Falcons defense. Who do you got, Amato? I'm going with Devontae Booker uh, for the Oakland Raiders or the Las Vegas Raiders uh, going up against nice my New York Jets. Um, Booker's projected four points. Uh, Josh Jacobs is coming off a, an ankle injury. Doesn't look like he's going to play this week. I think Booker is going to get a ton of reps um, going up against the Jets defense. They really can't stop anything this year. Um, so a combination of Jacobs going down and that Jets defense uh, and the fact that I'll be watching that game and I'll, I'll be get to rooting on my underrated player. I think uh, Booker's going to have a big day and we're going to keep the trend going and uh, we're going to keep pulling away this week in the underrated player. Uh, let me ask you a question. Are the Jets going to win a game? Are the Jets going to win a game? Um, possibly. Um, possibly. Possibly. Let me take a quick look. Let me take a quick gander at the schedule. Um, who do the Jets have remaining? So I know we got to play New England again. Um, I know that we are playing Oakland this week. So we got Oakland, Seattle. <laughs> oh, my God. Oakland, <laughs> Seattle, the Rams, the Browns, the Patriots. Wow. All right. So I'm thinking we've got three chance, two chances to win a game. I think we have a chance against the Oakland Raiders this week, especially with yep. an injured Josh Jacobs. Yep. And I think we have a chance against the Cleveland Browns. You don't think um, you have a chance against the Patriots? I think on a week 17 game on the Patriots, if they're in a playoff hunt and they're like in a wild card and need to win, there's no chance we steal a game from New England week 17. Can I remind you, last, just last year, the Dolphins, the 4 and 11, nope, excuse me, the 3 and 12 Dolphins went into New England and beat them in week 17 so they wouldn't get home field advantage. Yep. I didn't know that. That was huge. Huge. Yeah. Um, and I, you know what? I believe in you guys. I think you can beat the, the Patriots. The only time, there's only two times a year I'm a Jet fan, and that's when you guys play the Patriots. There's nothing more. 
that that I hate hate than New England Patriots. You know, we went to school in Rhode Island with Patriot fans all around us during the peak of uh, New England, the New England Patriots run. I'm pretty sure they they won three. They won three Super Bowls when I was in college in four years. Yep. Not good. Not good for any AFC East fans going to school uh, in New England area. Um, all right. So let's uh, let's move on to our picks. Um, again, we're back to our regular schedule. So we're each going to go in and take two games this week. Um, I'm going to kick it off with my first game, the – Los Angeles Chargers going to go up against the New England Patriots. Um, I'm taking the Chargers plus one here, and I'll tell you why. Um, Austin Eckler is back, and I just forgot. You know, I'm a fantasy owner of Eckler, and I've held on to him, and I was hopeful he'd come back, but I just forgot how elusive and how important Eckler is to that offense, and he looked great coming back from an injury. Um, and Herbert, I love watching this kid play. He just slings it. Um, I don't know if new England's offense can keep up with the chargers offense and the Patriots D hasn't looked good enough to convince me that they're going to be able to really slow them down. So I think this is an over game. Um, and the only way new England can win is if they keep up and I just don't see it happening. So I'm going chargers plus one, Teddy, what's your first pick of the week? Uh, Real quick, though, before I get to my first pick, does it have anything to do with you owning stock in Herbert, Eckler, and Allen? It has everything to do with that. Okay. That's what it's all about. So, you know, I've got two two fantasy teams going into the playoffs, hopefully, uh, you know, with, with, you know, this week um, being a good one. And Herbert and Eckler are very important to that happening. So yes, that has a little bit to do with it. It's no better team to go against than New England Patriots who have ripped my heart out time and time again, but I'm going to do it anyway. Chargers plus one. Well, fuck the Pats. First of all, I agree with you. And my first pick of the week, uh, as I was looking through the lines, Bills minus two and a half over the 49ers. Now, the 49ers are a decent team. They are just decimated by injuries. Garoppolo, uh, D. Ford, Bosa. Uh, I think there's another DN there. Eric, maybe Eric Armstead. I'm forgetting. Uh, they, they are their whole team is ravaged by Kittle's out. I mean, their whole can't forget team, Kittle. Yeah, exactly. Their whole team is is out, and so this line looks a little a little short to me. I, I I'm not sure why it's only two point five. Um, I know the 49ers have looked decent the past, you know, two, three weeks, and Shanahan's a good coach, but uh, I think the Bills are too much. Bills 2.5. Amato, what's your second pick? My second pick, I'm going with the Seattle Seahawks, uh, keeping it going from this week, even though I didn't trust in them and I cashed out my my parlay for half. Um, I'm going to take them this week. I think they look solid. Um, they definitely learned some things, and getting Chris Carson back is a big improvement for that offense. Um, DK Metcalf looks nasty. Uh, as long as he's not in the end zone, he catches everything. Um, if he's in the end zone, it's not looking good for him. Don't even throw him the ball. Um, had two drops, right? 
two drops in the end zone. I only know that because I had an any time parlay and he was the only one who didn't score for me. It would have been a real big weekend. Um, but yeah, DK Metcalf, give him the ball um, between the lines and then hand it off to Chris Carson. I think the the Seattle Seahawks uh, go in and roll against the Giants who will not have Daniel Jones going into the weekend. And I just don't see them. They're just not a good enough team to adapt to a new quarterback uh, on a short week. So uh, Seattle minus 10. Do you know the Giants backup quarterback? I do. I, you know, Colt McCoy is the Giants oh, nice backup. Nice job. Uh, I didn't know that. Nice pull. University of Texas alum, uh, national championship um, loser. And um, <sighs> he's going to do the same this weekend against uh, Russell Wilson. You know, I think Colt McCoy is good. I think they will actually, if Daniel Jones is out for extended time, I think Colt McCoy can step in and run that offense to an nfc east championship stop it what are you talking about right now i i mean who are we up against we're up against we're up against an andy dalton led cowboys who just lost their two best offensive linemen available we've got the eagles who we just watched last night i mean who, who what who knows what's happening with philly and then you've got you got Alex Smith and the Washington Redskins. I mean, it's not crazy to think that Colt McCoy can go in and win two games and be five and you know eleven and win uh, win the NFC East. Wow! I mean, you make great points. The Eagles suck. Uh, Cowboys are pretty bad, and the Redskins, you know, are the Redskins. So you're right. My, I, I mean, I, I don't know if you're right or not, but you make good points. Uh, my second pick of the week. Packers minus nine over the Eagles simply because I watched them and Eagles stink and the Packers have a better defense than Seattle. So I don't think the game's going to be as close as the six point contest that was on Monday night. Um, Packers minus nine. I'll remind everyone again, I'm 0 five. So 49ers and Eagles are looking real good right now. Yep. For those who remember, I put it on the page, hashtag uh, fade Teddy. Um, the Eagles are currently getting 51% of the money in Vegas and 47% of the bets. So that's telling you that some of the big bettors are, are on Eagles plus nine. Um, but I'm with you. I mean, it's tough to look past how good the Packers offense is when it's clicking. Devontae Adams is just a monster. I mean, an absolute monster, unstoppable player in the NFL. Uh, and Aaron Jones is, is getting to that point as well. Um, he's just a really consistent running back um, with great speed. I, I agree. I, I mean, I think if the if the Eagles offense looks anything like they did Monday, there's no way they can keep up with the Packers offense. I If it wasn't for you and your record, I'd be taking the Packers. Um are you going to take the Eagles this weekend? But you know what has to happen. I, you know, I'm going to keep this one open because the Eagles are really like after last night, I'm sick about the Eagles for all those betters out there. Mm-hmm. But I'll put I'll post I'll put it on the page if the ticket goes in. There's a good chance by the end of the week I'll fade you, Teddy. Fade, hashtag fade Teddy. Have to do it. That's smart money right now, I guess, right? I guess so. Um, so let's, um, let's move on to, uh, our baby bets of the week. Uh, this is where my son Carter and your son, Luca, um, you pick our Sunday night football game of the week. Typically they do it through whether it's, um, us rigging up some sort of contest for them or playing with some of their toys, 
Uh, last week, Carter took the Packers money line um, and used uh, two toy cars to to pick that one, which was fun to watch. That actually took a took a couple times to set up. I couldn't get the helmet to stay on the the little car. And uh, Luca uh, went with the Packers as well. The Packers as well. Yeah. So uh, both both Luca and Carter with a win. Uh, what's the overall scores there, Teddy? So Carter is two and zero, and Luca is one to one. He has one more victory than I do, uh, so far. So it, it's going to be an interesting weekend. It's the Broncos and Chiefs this Sunday night. They always pick the Sunday night game. It's minus uh, the Chiefs minus fourteen. And um, go on Instagram. Our Instagram page is Betting with Babies uh, to find out who they took and uh, how, how they got there. Love it. Excited to see that. Uh, I've been thinking of all different types of ideas for what I'm going to do this week uh, with Carter. Um, so hopefully he picks the right way because I know who I want him to pick, uh, especially with those quarterbacks on the COVID list. I don't know who's going to get cleared first, but Chiefs minus 14. I'm going to hammer that regardless. Mm-hmm. Um, but so how are you going to get through your sports weekend this week? What's going on? This weekend, um, I heard you might be hanging out with Luca. So talk to me about how you picture your Sunday to go this week with Luca. Well, um, my wife Jamie is going away, having a little girls' weekend this this uh, upcoming weekend, mm-hmm. leaving Friday afternoon, not getting back till Sunday afternoonish. So Luca and I are going to bro out all weekend. Uh, you know, Friday. Probably, you know, early to bed night for Luca, and I'll I'll be playing some video games, drinking some beers, hanging out. And uh, Saturday, maybe go uh, hang out with his cousins. And Sunday, uh, we're gonna get ready for football. We're gonna get ready for football. Uh, probably, maybe go for a walk. Maybe you know, run around the house a couple times. Get that get that early nap in. And uh, we're just going to hang out. Love it. Love to hear it. Uh, hopefully he um, cooperates and is engaged as uh, the Dolphins take the field. And um, hopefully, you know, you get a little bit of better luck on your bets this week. And uh, it ends up being a good weekend for you. Uh, yeah, for me, so. yeah, for me, I, you, you know, doing? Jets are playing uh, the Vegas Raiders, um, you know, it's a one o'clock game, which is great because I've been timing the nap times right around one o'clock. So if all goes well, Carter's going to go down, take a nap right at kickoff. Again, typically around the middle of the third quarter, he'll wake up. At that point, I expect the Jets to be out of the game. And uh, Carter and I are going to kick it. Uh, we'll watch some football. Uh, we'll hang out, probably maybe throw the football around, although he hasn't really figured out the catch thing yet. He's got a pretty good arm. And um, it should be fun. I'm more excited about the parlays that I'm going to put in and uh, you know, I'll, I'll post those on the Instagram page uh, before the weekend. Um, and whether you follow us or fade us, uh, we hope you win this weekend. So really uh, hope you guys had a good time and thanks for tuning in and uh, we will see you next week. Uh, good luck, everybody. Good luck, Teddy. It was great hanging out with you, man. Thank you, Amato. And as always, let's go Dolphins and the Jets suck.